Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Snapcast, a podcast all about Snapchat. I'm your host, Nate Gorby, and I did not expect to be recording this episode about the new Spectacles 3. Alright, so um, I got a surprising uh, tweet notification uh, from the Snapchat Spectacles account. Uh, yesterday morning, and it was announcing none other than Spectacles 3, a new pair of spectacles from Snapchat. Um, I was kind of thrown off by that, did not see that coming. I don't think anybody really did. Um, so the new specs, um, they're available in two colors, carbon and mineral, which is uh, carbon is like a black color and mineral, um, from what I can tell, kind of looks like a rose gold Um, These have a round lens, much like the version 1 of the Spectacles glasses. Um, They come with a charging case, which was awesome. Um, If uh, you recall a few episodes back, um, one of my criticisms of the Spectacles 2 is that they didn't have a self-charging case, um, so that when you folded them up and put them back in their case, that they would um, automatically recharge, and then you just charge that case with the cable um, so that's really cool that that comes, that's, they brought that back. Um, some of the features of these, so the big thing on these is that they have two cameras. Um, the Spectacles, uh, version 1 and 2, they have a housing on, I think, the right side um, where the actual camera is, and then the left side is where, like, the button is and all the, like, batteries and whatever, I assume, is in there. Um, <clears throat> so the Spectacles 3 have two cameras. Um, they're inspired by the human eye, it says. Um, the two-camera setup actually allows for 3D stills, um, better implementation of some of the effects that you can use in your snaps. Um, a lot of my favorite like filters, specifically when I use uh, my, my spectacles glasses, is that I can like look up at the sky and see like whales flying through um, when I post that back to, to my uh, snap story or whatever. Um, but these ones look kind of cool. Like the 3D effects weren't like just like a, a flat layer over top of the existing spec. It was stuff creating like a bird flying in front of you or like you're walking through like some kind of a digital tunnel. Um, really cool stuff. So um, it'll be neat to see some of the new effects that people can use with these. Um, it's uh, That's basically it. So I think with the two camera setup it's it's going to allow for a little bit better uh cooler photography all in all um i'm mostly interested in i think the 3d stills aspect of it all um the 3d stills will have uh kind of that effect i've seen it on like facebook where you can like post a photo and um right now i think like if you use the portrait mode and you like tilt your phone um like a person will stay still but the background kind of wraps around it's hard to explain something that's so visual um but it looks really neat and it'll be cool to see that stuff come to snapchat and i wonder if um, when you export a still photo like that and try to upload it someplace else if that effect will be supported if it's supported by like the twitter or facebook apps um how that would work exactly but um they're definitely intended for uploading to snapchat just itself Now we kind of come into my thoughts on the glasses. Um, The 3D effects shown, um, honestly, are a little meh. 
Like there was like maybe four or five that were actually kind of interesting looking. Um, the still photos, like I said before, seem to be only supported really by um, by Snapchat, so that's fine. But um, it's a lot of meh for uh, what what the glasses are. Um, personally, I think that the style of the glasses, um, I think they look really cool. I don't think that they'll look cool on me. Um, however, I think that that design and whoever actually designed the physical glasses themselves um, obviously knew kind of a bit about fashion and these types of things. Um, it reminds me a bit of when I first got an Apple Watch. Um, I was never a watch wearer before, um, but after I got my Apple Watch, um, looking at like the different faces that were on there and things like that, um, I kind of look at like other watches, um, non-digital watches, um, and they I can appreciate kind of the design and the choices that go into making like a watch face and looking at like the different styles of the hands and things on watches and even things to where you're looking at like the crown button and um, just cool things like that. So I think this is kind of going to open up my eyes a little bit to the style of um, certain sunglasses or eyewear just in general. Um, I do not like the round lenses. Um, I understand that that's kind of, that's kind of the, the visual um, design that, that Snapchat's going for this. Um, the logo for Spectacles themselves is round and I think the lenses are round and it just, it does fit into their design aesthetic pretty well. Um, but it just doesn't look good on my face. So that's not really anything that's bad about the glasses. It's just my own personal thought. Um, I am really excited about the idea of some of these 3D effects um, being opened up to some of the OLCs uh, in the Snaplens studio. Um, that would be really cool because I think that there's some really talented people out there that could do some really, really uh, creative and interesting uh, lenses, if you will, um, for, for, the, for the glasses. So I'm really excited to see what comes of that. Um, like I said, the design is just a bold, uh, bold statement. Um, people are catching uh, a lot of people, uh, the stuff I've seen on Twitter, and I've kind of held back my, my reaction, this podcast episode, uh, for the last 24 hours. I've held back and kind of looked at both sides of it. Um, the round lens, I think, is going to be iconic to snap um, in the spectacles themselves. Um, is it for me? Always? No, I'm not gonna buy every single pair of glasses that they come out with but um, the version 2 that they first came out with was just a reiteration of version 1 still with round but then they eventually made the Nico and the Veronica's and I think that that's more of uh, what mainstream people want so um, on the spectacles website they did say that this will be a limited supply so I think getting your hands on them is gonna be hard to do if you're interested in these um, I think that, that it's honestly just a bit of testing the market and kind of seeing what people think of them and you know what what's going to happen with them later on down the road. Um, the one thing that I really just think was a miss um, on their end um, was that the Specs 3 are not water resistant. Ugh, that's like the worst part of the whole thing because honestly from going from version 1 myself to uh, the Nico pair that I have. 
the thing that sold me on the second pair was the fact that the uh, Nico version 2 are waterproof or water resistant. Um, I was personally heading out on a vacation and I really wanted to get snaps like on a pool. Uh, we were doing a lot of like underwater and just a lot of water related type things on this vacation. Um, it was a cruise so you can imagine. Um, and that was the thing that sold me on that and got me to you know open my wallet again and buy another pair of glasses that you know I didn't really need to have but I wanted that that functionality. Um, the non-water resistance part of this is just like a, ugh, come on, <laughs> like, that was the best feature that you had. Um, you know, whatever, and I'm sure that there'll be new features on future specs down the road that will bring back the water resistance. Um, but that was just my one thing that I was really surprised to see that they took uh, and stepped back from uh, previous iterations of their, their glasses. You don't often see that with companies where they release like a new iPhone and then they take away a feature that they added in the year before. Um, things get reiterated on and change like touch ID to face ID and things like that. But the water resistance thing, I felt like it was for me personally, a huge seller on uh, upgrading my glasses to, to version two. So yeah, that's what I think. Um, also the big thing with Spectacles 3, um, two cameras exactly leads to twice the price so these glasses run a whopping $380 um, which is very steep for a pair of sunglasses um, and maybe it's not I mean I'm not a big sunglass connoisseur guy so um, personally it took a lot for me to spend $200 on a pair of Nikos um, versus you know $120 on a pair of version ones years ago so um, yeah, $300, $380, that's, that's pretty steep, but you know, you have to realize that you're getting some really awesome next-gen technology with these. Um, Snapchat does a pretty good job, actually, of supporting their old glasses and things. Um, so it's, there's some, some, you know, there's some validity there. You know, these, there's obviously a fashion statement. Um, they're a technology statement. There's nothing else like this on the market, so they don't really have anybody to compare their pricing to, so um, they could label it whatever cost they want to, and, um, you know, there's no one else out there to compare themselves to, so, um, yeah, so that's my thoughts. I think it's awesome that they released them. I think it's cool that there's a new pair out. I think it's really interesting to see them kind of push the, the market on uh, what they're what they're wanting to do with spectacles and despite what everybody says that you know this is a complete failure and no one wants these and blah 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 they keep pushing on that uh that initiative that they want spectacles to be a thing so um i'm all in on spectacles i love mine i wear them almost every day um they actually triggered me to go from glasses to contacts so they've made changes in my life for sure because I never had any interest in wearing contacts prior to about two years ago so um, it's pretty cool so tell me what you think uh, this episode's been a little bit longer than most so yeah tell me what you think guys are you getting a pair of spectacles three you're gonna hold out you're waiting for a new version to come out and see or are you gonna wait until October and see what uh what the 3D effects are all about. Maybe we'll all have FOMO in a couple of months and wish we would have bought them and pre-ordered them now. Who knows?
One last little note that I wanted to make before we close out today's episode is that there was a Lens Creator article on CNN uh, as I record this. It was on CNN yesterday. Um, it notes how a lot of the OLCs, the official lens creator, um, a lot of the OLCs have left their real jobs and started making lenses as a full-time gig. Um, one of the uh, friends of the show, um, if I can call him that, Ben Nonson, uh, was quoted in this as leaving his IT job um, and just going in full-on making lenses, um, which actually makes sense because that guy's snap stories are always of him with his dog and in his apartment and just hanging out and stuff. And it's like, what does this person do? Like, I don't really get it. So, um, Ben, if you're listening, um, that was really cool to see you in the podcast or excuse me, in the, uh, in the article. And, um, yeah, it was, it was really neat to see people quoted in the story. Um, people that I've known, people that I've come across, um, through meeting through Snapchat and stuff. Um, Nicholas Dominici, friend of the show, um, he actually, um, I know he wasn't in the article, but he is one that um, I saw from his snap stories where he had left his full-time job and went on to just creating lenses full-time for Snapchat. Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, oh, and the thing I was going to say about Ben, Ben actually has a really cool, um, I'm assuming it's official uh, lens for the new It movie, Chapter 2. Um, it's got this balloon that comes around and then pops and bloods all over your face. And um, it's pretty it's pretty uh, on on brand for the, the It movies. But um, I assume that's one that he probably made for uh, the movie studio. And yeah, that's awesome. So um, if you know any of these people I mean definitely reach out and use their their lenses I know that that gets them a lot of credibility and um, it's pretty cool to see that stuff come to fruition and see uh, people that I know and interact with uh, mentioned in the article on CNN so um, pretty awesome stuff oh and Rhonda Green was another one that was mentioned in the article um, she has a full-time job still um, but I know does some some pretty cool stuff with uh, with uh, snap lenses and, and branding and stuff like that. So um, I was honestly pretty surprised to see, like, I don't know the exact dollar amounts and whatever, but like to see that people pay these lens creators to create lenses for brands and they pay them quite dang well um, for a free app that you can download on an app store or from their website or wherever, the Snap Lens Studio take some time, create some stuff. If you're good, you get a lens creator official badge to yourself. And then um, it's like once that happens and you just play around with it, oh my gosh, you got a career in front of you. So pretty awesome. Um, I really enjoy everybody's uh, uh, efforts in that, in that regard. So maybe I should give the Snap Lens Studio a second try. So, hmm. Maybe that could be another source of income for me. That'd be pretty cool, huh? <laughs> but probably not. I'm not great with the artistic, uh, computer-y, 3D effects stuff. But who knows? Um, so yeah, that's all I've got for that. Um, again, longer episode this week than normal, but I had to get some of the stuff out there on the Spectacles 3, and I'm so glad that uh, everybody took a chance to on this podcast and gave it a listen. Um, I'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. Bye.